When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Give it to me! Oh, hello. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where Tom and I put in the blood, the sweat, and the tears to uncover, analyze, and find the origins of the coolest things happening either in the world around us at large or right outside the door. We put in the blood? We put in the blood? We, we, we squeeze the we, blood from the stone? I mean, yeah, you sweat, you, you shed tears. What do spill. You, yeah, we what spill. We spill blood. the blood. Thank you. Thanks. Woo. Okay. Got Hallelujah. That. We're saved. Where we spill yeah. the blood and sweat the sweat and squeeze out the tears. Molly and I are having the best weeks ever we really in entirely are. different ways. <laughs> they really are. They're wildly divergent and yet equally bananas. If you're not a patron, you you really need to be. God, you to, really need to, to hear be. that whole backstory. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we also have lovely things for you today. We do. I'm I'm actually I'm excited. I'm looking at our lineup and I'm like this is going to be a really fun show. Can I admit that this morning I woke up with no things in oh, my really? head. Uh one of these was actually from the bullpen and I'd forgotten it was there, but I was like panicked this morning and then it just rained things on me somehow. I um <laughs> This is like there's <laughs> there's no way to <laughs> tell this story without sounding like kind of a jerk, but Earlier this week, I was in Los Angeles mm. driving through Beverly Hills with the top down on my Buick mm. convertible. <laughs> uh-huh. This happened. And I was stopped at a stoplight for quite a long time. And mm. I said, hey, Siri, remind me at one o'clock on Friday that these two things are a thing. And then today, like my reminder popped up and I was like, God, I'm so smart. Wow. That's <laughs> a great so proud story. Of myself. Yep. That, yep. that works. <laughs> It totally worked. And I was like, done and done. I don't even have to prepare. Well, uh, which of us should go first? I can't even decide. I'm so excited. Well, I woke up feeling like I just might run for president. So I'm going to go first. Yeah, you should. But what there isn't a president. So my thing, (laughs) even if there is no precedent, um, my thing is Lizzo. And I think a lot of people are discovering Lizzo all at once. Mm. And if you have not yet... I'm so excited for you, but then I'm going to explain <coughs> why Lizzo is such a thing. I'm unfamiliar with the Lizzo. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So Lizzo is a rapper, like a rap artist, and she's very poppy and delightful. And she's this big, 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 big black bo- black woman. She is phenomenal. And she, her whole deal. And I actually saw her. I was lucky enough to see her two years ago at South by Southwest at the like NPR One music mm-hmm. concert. And she was filling in for somebody and she came out and it was just phenomenal. She was like in spandex and she's probably like a, you know, she's like a size 24 or something like she's a big girl. And she is super, super, super body positive and just super positive in general, which and I'll get to why I think that's part of why she's a huge thing right now. But she came out in those spandex and she had these two little skinny dancers. And I mean, it was like the kind of show where your mouth hangs open the whole time. Like she's so incredible. 
um, and mesmerizing and charismatic and awesome that I've remembered her ever since and loved her. And now all of a sudden, like she's definitely starting to have a moment and she's really coming into her own and she's becoming a lot more popular. But part of the reason is because she's so positive. And so there was this great article about her actually just uh, in March in Allure that I found when I was researching the show that said like she's not part of a movement. She is her own movement. Mm. And it's, you know, but it's like there have been a lot of people who come along and they talk about like being awesome and accepting yourself as you are and whatever. But there is something about Lizzo that makes it work. And I have had like three young women talk to me about Lizzo recently. And I've had all these feelings like the the song that I'm super into right now is called Like a Girl. Like if you throw like a girl, you can run the whole damn world, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. But and I was say I was talking to this young woman and I was saying like, oh, yeah, this friend of mine like really loves to talk about how she thinks Prince Charming is going to come. And automatically, like without even thinking this, this woman that I work with goes, there's no Prince Charming. You are your own Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I'm sorry, I've been listening to a lot of Lizzo lately. <laughs> and she was like, instead of going to therapy, I just listened to Lizzo. And that has oh, essentially wow. been when you look up Lizzo on Twitter, like that's the sentiment that you get. Like this woman is actually doing it. Like whatever her positivity is, somehow there's something about her message. Like it totally works. And you listen to it and you're like, oh, I can do anything. Like for real, for real. I, I, I have now immediately fallen in love with Lizzo because of this line in the Allure article that you uh, posted if I'm on a deserted island, I would not have any beauty products with me. Can I have a walkie-talkie, some AA batteries, an effing flamethrower, some <laughs> coconut crackers so I can crack open coconuts, and a knife so I can hunt for fish? I'm trying to be discovered or just have a great life on an island. I mean, amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. And they're like, this brilliant. exemplifies her, right? She And she's Some AA batteries, of course, for the walkie-talkie. Obviously, walkie-talkie. something to open the coconuts and a knife. That's all. I mean... Because that's what I need. I've seen yep. Castaway. I know what I need. She's like a planner and she's <laughs> yeah. hysterical and she is like going to survive. Like she's just, I don't know. There is something about her and it totally works. And she just, I, I, I don't know. It's amazing. And there was something about when like when Beyonce sang about, you know, shoes on my feet, I bought them. Like that was pretty cool. But when Lizzo's like, buy my whip, buy myself, pay my rent, buy myself. You're just like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, Lizzo. It's yeah, working. because and the idea that all these women are like, I don't go to therapy. I just listen to Lizzo is like <laughs> the best. The By best. the way, this is that is not, in fact, medical device advice. We're just no, passing no. along that you should probably feelings. do both. Do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think there's something to the fact that even I was going to bring up Taylor Swift, right? And her like, oh, there's nobody like me. Be individual. But it's like, that's Taylor Swift selling you that. And it's like, well, easy for you to say, Taylor. And yeah. in fact, when Beyonce says it, it's a, at this point, it's a, like, well, it's also easy for you to say it's Beyonce. Right, like, totally. I don't think people, I don't think people hate on Beyonce or anything. Nope, but nope. it doesn't sink in like someone like this where you're like, oh, no, you, it looks like you don't have it easy. You're not, you know, Beyonce. <laughs> right. Uh, so maybe you understand uh, the trouble that we all go through. And then somehow you feel like no matter how rich and awesome she gets, and I hope she does, that mm-hmm, you still mm-hmm. would just be like, she's so relatable. Like she's yeah. just a real 
She's just a real person. And and for all I mean, for all of those reasons, too, I mean, she is just like she's about to explode into your consciousness if she has not already. And also she sounds is like she's fun super positive, too. She is. That's what it is. She's not. It's And it doesn't feel put on because she seems to be sincerely mm-hmm. optimistic and cheerful and positive. And not the shallow like positivity it. of like, no, everything's fine. Right. None of yeah. that. Or like I'm mm-hmm. singing about being a strong woman because that will like sell albums. Right. Like she basically is just like, oh, no, no, no. And and that's why I think she was such a an incredible live performer, because there was not a trace of self-consciousness. There was only like joy, just straight mm-hmm. up joy. And every and, and here she was this fill in act. And everybody at that event was just like, wow, who is that? And that's the that's the tell tell of a true rising star when you don't know when there's no been nobody been out there priming you nobody hyping it and saying you're gonna love this because that's why that's why people do promotion that's why promotion exists in radio and records because they want to prime you to like something because it works if they tell you you're gonna like something even if you're like that's not gonna work on me it just does it's just a psychological thing and she takes all the things too so she says yes i buy my whip by myself but then she's also like if you cry like a girl like she's like yes be a girl. Use your femininity. Cry if you need to. Like, you know, it's Don't be just, ashamed. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's so great. It's so great. Crazy, sexy, <laughs> cool, baby. With the, with now the I understand makeup. why you woke up feeling like the president. Yeah. Like you yeah. wake up in a good mood. I, I, will, I will put this song on on the dog walk and just be like slightly dancing down the street to in a slightly embarrassing way. It's amazing. Yeah, but see, then you don't need to be embarrassed because all you do is go Lizzo and people say, oh, I get it. They totally would. <laughs> they totally won Lizzo that's Lizzo. fantastic it's a thing um well this is fun <laughs> okay. uh it's actually something I've as a drinker I want mm-hmm. a sober bar a pub without alcohol oh. a place where when you're like I actually don't want to drink alcohol right now. Uh, not even necessarily because it's too early. Maybe you've got something going on. You need to keep your head clear. Or maybe, maybe you've spent the last two days drinking. Or uh, six, like some of us. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you know what? I want to hang out, but I don't want to deal with alcohol. And of course, you know, the, the biggest audience for something like this are alcoholics, recovering alcoholics who, sure. are, who are like, yeah, I want, I want to hang out with people, but it, you know, I can't, it's not good. Some alcoholics can go into bars and it's totally fine. And some struggle with that. So there is... The trend of the sober bar, the BBC has an article about it, uh, mentioning several of them uh, in New York, in London, in Portland, uh, Maine, uh, Vina's Fizz House in Portland, Maine. Sounds fantastic. And they specialize in creating the atmosphere of of a nice bar. You know, the, the, the comfortable seats in the bar where you can sit and talk to the bartender and they make tasty drinks. They make cocktails. Mm-hmm. They just don't have any alcohol in them. You know what? This is actually awesome. And I have to say, I could really see this feeling like a safer place than a bar, too. Like, there might literally be times where you're mm-hmm. just like, I want that bar experience. I want to go somewhere and be social. I want to get dressed up. You know, I want to look great. Like, but I don't want to get hit on a lot. Yeah. But I don't want to feel don't get like someone's going to... And I don't want to get in a yeah. fight. Exactly. Like, there's so much to be said for this not to mention that it's it is a great sort of social option for people who are in recovery and just yeah i'm into this also we drink too much as a country 
Like we have a problem well, with alcohol. I've definitely had the, and, and uh, this is say kind of like one of the reasons why is I've definitely had the problem where I want to kill some time. I think an airport is probably the prime example of this. Totally. And the thing that I can do is either sit in an uncomfortable seat in the lounge at the airport or go to the bar. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the bar and you order a Coke, it's fine. Nobody cares. But if you aren't someone who's avoiding alcohol, you'd be like, well, I'm at the bar. I might as well get a beer, right? Yep. But what if, what if you had the option to be like, oh, I'm going to be in this totally comfortable, lovely place? Obviously, this isn't necessarily a, a, an airport thing yet, but... But just when you're out and about, I've, I've had plenty of times where I'm like, well, I'm waiting for my wife uh, and I'm in downtown Santa Monica and look, oh, there's all these bars. I'll just stop and get a drink. Sometimes that's fine. And I have no problem with that. But sometimes I'm like, well, I don't really need a beer. It's a little, you know, late in the afternoon. I'm going to get sleepy. But it's like, all right, fine. I don't have any other options. So it would just be nice to have that option. It's kind of cool, too, how they talk about in this article, in the BBC article, they talk about how you get to, it's also a way to participate in cocktail culture without having yeah. a drink. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like people are working really hard to create these wonderful, and it's not even just in recovery. Like my mom is allergic to alcohol. She does not drink mm. at all and has not almost basically my whole life because it makes her sick. It gives her a horrible headache. She's like, I just don't, it's not good. But, you know, you kind of have this sort of like perma outsider feeling and you have all these like mixologists who are working hard with all these incredible ingredients to create these phenomenal drinks. We'll like make them available to everyone. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about having to use replacement alcohol, although a lot of these places will have like non-alcoholic beer and by non-alcoholic beer, they often are zero percent alcohol, not the, you know, one or two percent. But they're 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 making cocktails out of out of juices and and sodas and and things in a ways they're like oh this is this is tasty just be, just like a cocktail a lot of times the cocktail if you notice will sometimes it's multiple alcohols sometimes it's like they put vodka in a thing that tastes good right and you could make that easily by taking out the vodka right so yeah. it doesn't have to be that way so it's not like oh all the all the drinks are going to taste weird because they're replacing alcohol no that that's not the idea at all that's so interesting. And then our producer pointed out in the Discord that like his wife was pregnant for two consecutive, pre- you know, uh, football seasons, and that would have been lovely. Oh man, offshoot! There should be pregnant bars, pregnant sober bars. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, in fact, Rich Rich points out the the recipe for the Bangladesh Express: coconut cream, blood orange, lime, ghost pepper, and bitters. Yeah, totally. I mean, you might forget that that's not an alcoholic drink. Looking at that. Actually, I was just at some friend's house and they were saying that a dash of like fancy bitters in some uh, fizzy water is mm-hmm. like a lovely drink substitute. I mean, of course, yeah. they were saying like, oh, yeah, we just do, you know, we alternate. But it's also like just a nice way to feel like you're having a cocktail without needing to have a cocktail. I don't know. I love this. I love this idea. Also, the article. I've noticed, uh, I was going to say, I've noticed yeah. more more menus having non-alcoholic drinks on the, on, on the menus, too. Yeah. So I feel like this is. This is a little bit of a burgeoning trend. Well, and one thing this piece points out as a possible subtrend is that, in fact, it seems like younger people aren't drinking as much. Don't drink as much, which would be they amazing. They don't do anything as much. They're not having as much sex. They're not drinking as much. Yeah, but what they're do these smoking all the weed, apparently. Is that what they're doing? That's okay, what it that feels like. It. I feel like it's all weed. Maybe it's just all CBD. <laughs> uh, maybe. They're just yeah. internetting. That's all they're doing. They're internetting. That is what we all do now. That is what we do. <laughs> Call me when the virtual reality sober bar comes, and then we'll uh, then we'll know. I yeah, love it. I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I, I'm fascinated by this because I love a pub, right? Yep. And I would love to 
have like a, 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 a regular, like I'm, I'm at the pub all the time, but I, it's just, I'm too old. I can't yeah. drink that much. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. And yeah, oh, I'm into it. I love this one. Uh, well, this, we, this marks our turn officially into the food and beverage portion of it's a thing this week. Um, my next thing is prepare yourself to make the obvious joke here. Shakshuka. Shakshuka Khan. <laughs> no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bless you. Okay. I, I like, I wish I could do a trend. Who Raise your hand if you know what Shakshuka is. So Shakshuka. I know. Yeah. This is the one that Tom just had. <laughs> I literally ordered this at a place that has alcohol-free cocktails, by the way, <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> I had an alcohol-free cocktail. That's... It's a bar. They have alcoholic drinks, too. But I had an alcohol-free cocktail because it was like 12. That's amazing. And Shakshuka. Yep. And it looked exactly like the picture in the link that you have here. Yep. So shakshuka, I don't know how I became aware that it is becoming a thing, but it's becoming a thing. And now I've seen it everywhere. And it is basically, I think partly I started paying attention because it's right up my alley. So to back up, it's an, it's a North African in origin dish, but it's super popular in Israel. And it might've been that I have a friend who's in Israel and it kept popping up on the Instagram, mm. but it is, um, it's kind of like a tomato base stew type thing and there's sort of lots of different ways that you can make it and then what they do is they make it in like a cast iron skillet or some kind of skillet and bake eggs into it Mm -hmm. and so you have the yummy yummy egg thing and it's it's like i said tomato base and then like whatever some spinach or some this or that i made mine what did i i had made sort of a like uh tomato and spinach like my own homemade marinara type thing that I put over shrimp and pasta for dinner. And then I just had a bunch of the sauce left. And so I just cracked some eggs into that. And I was like, oh, it's almost like a shakshuka. And then just, I think when I was in LA, maybe I saw it on a couple brunch menus. And just yeah, it was, was on like, a brunch menu with the place I went to. Yeah. And it is, it's uh, because of the egg thing. It's, it's eggs, often yeah. served for breakfast or brunch. It's really popular as a, as a breakfast in Israel, but it can be a dinner too. Like, and you could put almost anything in it. And so then sure enough, I went searching for it, and just this very month, May 3rd, Melissa Clark in the New York Times, I know people fangirl all over her, had a green shakshuka recipe in uh, in the Times cooking section. And I was like, pew, it's a thing. The one I had has uh, organic eggs, of course. of course. Roasted peppers, tomatoes, red onion, garlic, mint, parsley, and served with grilled sourdough. Also at Porter in the, in the um, chat room put a link to TraderJoes.com. Talking about how it shakshuka has become a quote certified foodie phenomenon as late, and what? Trader Joe's sells a shakshuka starter. What? So you just put the eggs in it yourself? Yeah, like it's already got the starter, which is a tomato, a base of tomatoes, bell peppers, garlic, and spices. You just take that, you put your eggs in there, a little crumbled feta and some mint, and then toasted pita or flatbread or baguette for dipping. What? Oh, dude, I am scampering. At Porter, you are on it. That dude is always on it. on it. Always on it. The best way possible. You that's could have awesome. a shakshuka in five minutes flat. I mean, it doesn't look quite right, but whatever. I'll take it. A shakshuka starter. That's incredible. <laughs> that's great. Well, that makes perfect sense, right? It's like, well, I don't want to puree and spend all that time, but I got eggs. I got, I got <laughs> eggs. I just put them in and bake it. Done. I mean, this is the reason that I think that I've been paying attention to it for so long for like for years. Like I've been making some version because essentially... My almost daily breakfast is 
fried egg on top of whatever I had the night before. Mm-hmm. And there aren't very many foods that don't fit into that category. Oh, and it had olives. The The sauce I made the other night was like tomatoes and it had olives and it had a little bit of sausage and some spinach. Oh, and fresh mozzarella. And then I put the eggs in there and I baked it. It was, I'm just saying, that was a freaking high level breakfast. Shakshuka. And it's so good. Shakshuka. It's so good. It's, it's really so savory, good. and it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't weigh you down if you're worried about that sort of thing. No. So it's it's satisfying, but it's not like, oh, I ate too much. Kind yeah, of. you and you can skip the bread. You know, I mean, it can yeah. be like pretty, it can certainly be, it's certainly gluten-free if you need it to be. <laughs> and as Rich says, Rich, producer Rich says, uh, it also sounds good if you shout it. Shakshuka! And great for hangovers. That is also true. Uh, it should be a, a, a superhero name. Shuka! Or a superhero-like phrase that gives them their power. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to make it this weekend. I'm making it Sunday. I'm having a birthday party on Saturday, so I can already tell that Shakshuka on Sunday is going to be where it's at. Did I mention so I've been drunk as... for like seven days? <laughs> Maybe. You might have. Might have Speaking come of up. America's alcohol problem, I'm it. Uh, I had a cherry palm with my Shakshuka, which is... Pomegranate, kombucha, cherry syrup, lime juice, rosemary, and agave. Oh my God, you are a hipster. That, that was very, it was a, a very, very hipster, brunch. hipster brunch. Yeah, <laughs> my shakshuka with my cherry palm. Kudos to you. I, you know, using the kombucha. I don't know if that. I don't know if people need to avoid kombucha if they're avoiding alcohol, right? That's that's an interesting question. But it gave it that little bit of you know fizz that made it feel like a cocktail. Oh my God, hysterical. Mm, I don't really drink kombucha elsewise, but it was a nice base. Kombucha brunch cocktail. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I saw you put shakshuka in the lineup, I was like, that sounds familiar. Why do I know that? Oh, I ate it someday. (laughs) That's why. Oh, I ate it. You know why? Because it's a thing. And I didn't know what it was when I ordered it. I just saw like, oh, eggs and roasted pepper. That looks good. Well, this Trader Joe's thing definitely makes me realize that it's probably been a thing way longer then I realized, but you know what? That's part of the magic of our show. Well, it's like Lizzo. You saw her a long time ago, but now it's, but just now it's finally. She's a thing. Exactly. Yeah. And Shakshuka. And same thing like, with Shakshuka. Apparently a thing. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, something that came out of a, a recent conference on sweet snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. guessing this is the kind of conference where all the people who stock the uh, counters at at, at uh, drugstores and movie theaters go. I, I say that because I have a friend who that's his job. Mm. He goes around and, and sells to theaters. Uh, it's the Sweets and Snacks Expo. And at the Sweets and Snacks Expo, one of the stars was Bill Tong, an air-dried, high-protein, low-sugar South African meat snack. <laughs> uh because vegan jerkies Mm -hmm. convenient high fat low carb keto snacks are booming right now uh and biltong was 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 big at this conference and this is the kind of thing where you feel like okay if the sweets and snacks expo was all a buzz about biltong probably six months from now we're going to start seeing it certainly at the whole foods right well it just so happens this is going to crack you up that my uh, okay. How do we do this? Ex brother in law, my ex brother in law, has been for years and is recently starting to have much more success, like a up and to the right amount of success with coconut jerky. Uh huh. That he started making and selling. I mean, probably five or six years ago, and 
it's now like it just in time. You know, it's finally arriving as a thing that everybody wants because they're keto. And in fact, now on the website, they're like, oh, yeah, it's keto and paleo and vegan. Mm -hmm. And there is this kind of Venn diagram of like people are going vegan for climate reasons and health reasons. And then there's the keto and paleo thing. And it's gluten free. It's soy free. It's like all those things. There's a whole plant based product movement. As we as we have discussed at length. (laughs) Totally. And it does seem like jerky is a part of that. And then it also makes sense that for keto and paleo people that that varieties of meat jerky that are, you know, fancier or better mm-hmm. would also be a total thing. Meat snack is really not like <laughs> an appetizing. Phrasing. It is. I don't though. know that that's the, you know, that's not the copy they put on the wrapper, I'm guessing. But yeah. You never know. Um, the other, the, a couple other trends I, th- I found interesting at this, re- this write up in the, uh, Orlando business journal about this conference, uh, you thin, lean, skinny out. Nope. Not yep. using those on, on our, on our products anymore. Smart foods, omega-3 fatty acids, ground flax, <laughs> oats, walnuts. That's, that's the stuff you want to be emphasizing the ingredients, which is good. That that's is what good. you should be emphasizing. Hallelujah. Although yeah. smart is funny because we're nerds. So, of course, I'm immediately like, oh, they have cheap internet sensors on them? <laughs> Smart foods. <laughs> the eye built on. Like you eat it and then it uh, it tests your <laughs> yeah, and then it, level it's of wild, ketosis on the inside. It to an app and tells you your gut biota health. Oh, and then there's, of course, they make, Biltong makes their own food dehydrator. Ah. I have to say that dehydrating food is one of those things that I once thought that I might do. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was it became a thing for it was like, oh, yeah, I would totally make my own because you can make um, dog dog treats that way and dog snacks. And, you know, and then, of course, your own like jerkies and dried fruit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I would totally never do that if I bought one of those expensive dealies. Now, this was the sweets and snacks expo. Uh, and the other the other two things that I, I, I want to pull out of this, even though I don't think they're trends, they're old, but unusual ingredients. Right. We've talked about the weird M&Ms and stuff before. Uh, here's out, out of the Sweets and Snacks Expo this week. Uh, Hershey candies with quinoa. Oh, my God. Puffed quinoa in your chocolate bars coming soon. No. Also, uh, Hershey bars with emojis on them. Really? Really. That seems like overkill. The first new design for the Hershey bar in 125 years. And it has emojis the chocolate emoji bar okay fine you know on a only somewhat shakshuka on a somewhat related note my son follows a reddit uh a subreddit called r slash fellow kids oh yeah and it's literally like examples of brands trying too hard Uh (laughs) to appreciate to the fellow kids or Uh appeal to the fellow kids and it feels like the emoji hershey is right up there like, hey, fellow yeah. kids, I also enjoy emojis. Here's here's the brown triangle emoji. Ew. The brown <laughs> triangle. Because they didn't really understand. Because they it. didn't really get it. They were like, it goes with the quinoa. Or wait. I don't know. It's got googly eyes. It's cute. I could see. Although, honestly, for all of the years that I grew up eating rice crisps, some sort of rice crisp in a candy bar, like I feel like puffed quinoa wouldn't be that far off. No, I feel like puffed quinoa probably just sounds that weirder sounds than fine. it tastes it probably is like just like a nestle crunch or anything now i want to look up r slash fellow kids and make sure i have the name right but also it's hysterical 
How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, there's some funny stuff in there. There is some funny stuff in there. And I will say that my uh, kid is all over it. And unfortunately, it proves once again that kids have a laser-like ability to sniff out your adult insincerity. Mm -hmm. Rich says... Yeah, because... Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was was about to go back to weird foods. So... Uh, I was just going to say, it's because we're old and tired. (laughs) We are old and tired. And we tried to like... We tried to make a funny joke. Fortnite, more like band night. That kind of thing, that's in, that's in there. Because <laughs> uh, um, Churches was playing, or Marshmallow, or something? I don't even know. Fortnite? It's got a, like, a, there's a t-shirt with a, with a, with the tongue sticking out emoji, and it says, watch me dab. That's in <laughs> Fellow Kids. I'm yeah, just saying. Anything. The, the Hershey. The I'm yeah. gonna suggest. I'm gonna actually tell him to suggest the her, the emoji Hershey. I'm sorry, Hershey. Like all due respect. Good try. It's a little fellow kids. Hey uh, Molly, do you ever hear an episode of an awesome podcast and you have to write into it? Sometimes I do. Well, you're like Samantha, oh. uh, who is listening to episode 62 and had two thoughts. One. There is an episode of the Netflix show Love, Death, and Robots that feels like an indirect or accidental tribute to Eve Klein Blue called <gasps> Zima Blue, if you haven't seen it. Uh, and two, I recently purchased a Fitbit Versa and chose an analog face clock so I could teach my six-year-old how to read them. Oh, so many hilarious. schools have all digital clocks. If you want it done right, you have to do it yourself. And she's learning quickly. I suspect I'll have to teach her cursive myself, too. I know. They don't teach cursive in school anymore. <laughs> That it's okay. So weird. The, 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 the clock phase, I'm I'm 100 with you, Samantha. The cursive, I'm on the fence. Like, okay, they're not teaching anymore. Does that mean we just don't need it anymore? Oh come on! I know we all work so hard to learn it, but it may not be necessary. I have a I have a sad story about learning cursive. I was sick on H day, and to this day, we learned like a letter, one letter in cursive every day, and I was sick for H. And I to this day, I have no idea how to make a cursive H. The end. Oh wow! Yeah, yep. well, that's the thing about cursive. Most of the letters aren't the same as printing the letters, no. which I'd never understood. Especially the H the is S. weird too. It's got a the lot H, of like... H is weird. Um, I yeah. would argue we don't need to learn that. That's really I, true. I think, I think it's heading for obsolescence. Hey, you know what's ironic though is that what? they're not teaching cursive, and we don't need to know it. Except that, like, one of the most popular girl Instagram fonts now on the Instagram stories is that sort of like lit up cursive font have you seen it mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. how many girls you follow on the ground no, i don't follow I'm gonna... <laughs> any no that's not true either <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna screenshot it to you but it is a very popular instagram story i think font. i know what you're talking about yeah i, th- I think i've seen that and before. i know you guys are gonna email about this and i'm really excited but it is if you have not learned cursive i mean it's hard to read anyway because it's like it looks like a light string and it's got you know it's all shiny and whatever and then it's super cursive and I feel like if you hadn't learned cursive, you it would be unreadable to you. Yeah, it's different. Like, okay, because I was thinking in my head, like, oh, well, we don't teach people to print in the old English way with all of the serifs and double bars and everything. And you could still read that. But cursive's different. Mm-hmm. Like, the old English script at least was pretty close to actual print. It just had lots of extra things attached to it. Cursive's, yep. like, got entirely different characters in it. It looks super crazy and hard to read. I'm just saying you need to learn it for the gram. <laughs> Uh, we also uh, got p- 
Paul from Toronto Again. Uh, to, to write in and say, butter tarts are basically individual pecan pies without the added cornstarch, which makes the filling runnier. Oh. The default, see what I did there? Uh, uh, filling. The default filling contains raisins, but pecans or walnuts are other popular types. Not mm. sure if I'm just slow to the mark, but my twin 15-year-old daughters and their friends are all about the slides this summer, particularly oh, yeah. the Nike and Adidas ones. Good one. Even Gucci and other high-end shoe companies have their own versions. That is a really good one. The slides are definitely, I mean, they've been a thing, but you're right that all the luxury brands totally have them. That's really true. And then he also says, my daughters came home from the mall yesterday upset about their search for new earbuds. Dad, they had pink ones that cost $10 more than the same pair in black. Plus, the instructions were twice as long on the pink box as on the black box. Someone should make a show on how dumb electronic companies market their products to women. And thus, he says, Gadgets 2.0, the next generation, was born. Oh, that's great. Those of you who are old school fans will know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, man, I missed that show. Uh, Paolo on Patreon says, I don't know if I'm a hockey fan, but as a Vegas resident, I'm definitely a Golden Knights fan. Also, go Blues. <laughs> I don't know they what you're talking about. Stanley hockey. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Uh, a lot of people still are defending hockey. Jason writes in and says, I thought about this when you were talking about old lady names. I think it is a safe bet that Hortense will never come back. I don't think anything's a safe bet, Jason. Um, and he says, I have noticed a thing. And in fact, I noticed back in the first run, I've noticed that portraits maybe a thing. I live near Lincoln Park in Chicago and frequently walk through it on weekends. And it's possible to see a photographer and subjects in the park every Saturday and Sunday. My guess is this may be fueled by wanting to look good on social media and enabled by a combination of highly capable and relatively inexpensive cameras and the desire for a side hustle. Interesting. Although, they well, yeah, could I don't know, be maybe. catalog models. They could be. Could be modeling, yeah. but it could also just be people wanting, like, I wonder if a lot more people want headshots because of influencer stuff. Oh, I bet mm, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what the breakdown is because yeah. some of them definitely are just folks who are taking, you know, like taking pictures of models in public spots for catalog things, especially if you see a bride without a groom around, that's probably a wedding <laughs> magazine. Good guess. Good um, guess. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> but not all of them are. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious if there's a rise in portraits or like, and, and if that's because of influencer stuff, that's a really good one. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Mark said, what... after your discussion of the term default, I was reminded of a couple of terms my daughter uses. These two from K-pop. The first is bias as a synonym for crush and as a, and used in a sentence, G-Dragon is my current bias. The other is <laughs> debut as a way to describe a sort of coming out, an ascension into the upper ranks of the K-pop world. I find this one interesting because it adheres pretty closely to the definition of debut, but the tone and intent is different. Here's an explainer from Cora, but it's basically, it is the period in which a trainee releases a public song and promotes it for the first time. It marks your graduation from being a trainee public appearance to an idol public appearance. Whoa. Oh my God. K-pop is crazy. It has so many rules. He says the sentence, sometimes idols that are already debuted in a group may debut solo illustrates pretty clearly how the usage has been implemented um uh, yeah. i really want us to have like a sub segment that's basically just k-pop things yeah blackpink tell us your feelings tell right us on your feelings right now. go <laughs> i became aware of blackpink when they did a, a song with dua lipa which uh, were both they, things <laughs> they were at coachella too yeah, oh yeah that's right shannon <laughs> wrote back to say thank you for your validation that i am peak thing 
Shannon, of course, the one who told us about the party nail and the, all the all kinds of good things. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. she says, I'll try to observe my life for other things that are <laughs> Thank things of my eight-year-old daughter because she's probably a big part of the thing nexus. And actually, it's in this email. So, okay, because she knew all about the nail art and the this and that and the, all these things. But she is the one who told us that, like, when you have the one nail that's a different color, it's called a party nail, which is, like, the greatest phrase I think I've ever heard. I'm in love with it. Yeah. Party nail. Yep. Party nail. Also, Shannon. Shannon, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, Shannon. Thank (laughs) you for being peak thing. We're going to draft you into the into the ranks of I don't know, like, you know how there's trend spotters. She's like a thing Mm -hmm, spotter. mm -hmm. And she talks about how buying a minivan, which are never not a thing, kind of the Honda Odyssey because of the Simpsons. But she says it has Apple CarPlay, which I'm loving. And I actually do kind of think that Apple CarPlay is finally at long last becoming a thing. And it is awesome. Yeah. Uh, they're also buying a condo and uh, I kind of like to paint more than my daughter's room pink, but I'm not sure my husband will agree to it. Pink rooms, new trend. <gasps> pink rooms, new trend. Now we know. Now we know. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> do an Eve Klein blue wall. <laughs> yes. And send us a picture. I'm thinking of buying some of that international Klein blue paint. And I really think like I got this one wall that has like a lot of built-ins, a lot of windows and it. The TV is on it. And I think it really needs to be an international Klein blue accent wall. Uh, I really, yeah. I really want to do it. I really want to do it. Um, email us your thoughts. Thank you guys. Like seriously, Ugh, the virtuous cycle of your things and our things. It's just like, it's what makes the show magic feedback at it's a thing. Dot me is our email address. Tell them how to support us, Tom. You can support this show by going to patreon.com slash it's a thing. And that will get you an ad-free RSS feed and a few more perks like access to our Discord where you can listen to us record live uh, and tell us things in the things channel. It's all there once again at patreon.com slash it's a thing. And thank you for those of you who already support us because you keep us going. Thanks a lot, y'all. Talk to you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.